There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Ralph Gobebasher, Hackmaster, Andy Brant Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back, kick things off. Kristen Bird will join us right after this with the family. Walzer Automotive introduces the new kids on the block, not the band. It's their three newest dealerships. Experience the Walzer Way at Wyzetta Nissan on 394, or Walzer Polar Chev and Walzer Polar Mazda on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake. I've had all three general managers on the podcast, and I can honestly say that Mike, John, and Brett are some of the finest car people in the seven-county Mosquito Control District. This month, in addition to great deals, they're searching for used cars and will pay Kelly Blue Book Excellent whether you trade or sell outright. Some reconditioning can apply, so please, no flood cars from Apple Valley. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Chevy, Mazda, or Nissan, check out the new kids on the block. Don't tell them Tom sent you. Just show up and be amazed. That stuff never works anyway. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. That works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hollywood is swinging, and that's because of Kristen Burke. That's why Hollywood is swinging. That's true. (laughs) What's the buzz, sister? What's the buzz? I was reading a great article today, and I'd love to hear everyone's thought on this, because a Hollywood reporter did an article on the decline of comedy at the box office. Oh, yeah. And they're questioning whether Netflix is to blame, because Netflix is... Netflix has taken a very strong stance in comedy, so there's no reason for us to go to the movie theater anymore when we can sit on our couch for $10 a month and see all these comedies. Well, I'll tell you this. Another thing that doesn't help is that the comedies now are very political. Uh, and people are sick to death of it. We're, matter of fact, we're not. I'm not even going to talk about politics or race on this show anymore because it's just people are tired. You know, we've decided not to hate these people. Now we're going to hate these people. It's like, didn't you learn anything? You know what I mean? Well, I think everyone is weary of the 24-hour news cycle, yeah. and you have a president who is on social media constantly. I mean. And if you're if you're tuning into social media all day to watch that show, why do you want to watch it 
uh, in your TV and yeah, film. yeah, that's true. But I've heard a lot of them are just, uh, most of the comedies that have come out lately are just bombs at the box office, and uh, this would back it up that nobody's going. But why would you go? You look at what the what the whole deal, like there's that late night, which is all about hating white men. I mean, who needs it? It's a good movie. <laughs> it's about hating it's white very, men, Kristen. I know. You guys had a really long run. It's our turn. But I have a question <laughs> for you, Kristen, and I, I don't want to get political here, but it's just a question. So did we learn nothing but treating people of color poorly, that we just have a new group of people we treat poorly? People love to hate. It's just amazing. Why would you do that? We learned a lesson. Don't just treat everyone the same. No one better, no one worse. Everybody gets treated the same. What's wrong with that? But no one can do that. I can. Men can't do it. Men can't do it to women. And now that more women have power, women can't do it to men. And then you have the race conflict, everyone, certain people have certain issues with this group or that group, and then you have religion, no one can do it. And we're also in a society, and what makes me sad too, and I'm actually kind of dreading uh, as we move into another election too, but uh, just that it will never go back to sort of, never. it was never a, a friendly gentleman's game when you're running for office by any means, but no, it's no. become so bad in terms of the mudslinging that it's exhausting and i'm like yeah, just give me your policy let me make a decision let me do the research and figure out who i'm voting for yeah i mean that's the best route to take and just don't listen to any of the uh, any of the news delivery services whether it's news I, I don't really listen to the news no yet, i don't blame you i don't blame you why would you it drives you crazy and i can prove by the way that i can get along with any woman by getting along with Catherine, and here's my proof. You ready for my proof that I can get along with all Oh, man, you are on thin ice there. Ready? I can't wait for the evidence. Here's the evidence. Yes, dear. What do you think of that? Every man should do that. <laughs> there you go. No, you... There you have it. No, I, I, again, Chris, and I'm lucky because in that way, I should say I'm lucky because I was raised by women, my mother and my two sisters. You know, Pat O'Brien certainly was there for me, but but generally, women raised me, so I have a different view of women than most men. I guess I don't know. I just do. I mean, there is the the right theory that if Mom is happy, the whole house is happy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that you probably learned that. Yeah, and I, I just what I try to do honestly uh, is treat everybody the same: men, women, people of color, white people, whatever you got. I just treat everybody the same, uh, and and. Crystal, let me ask you a question. Now, again, these are things that are pressing. These are more. These are not really political questions. They're just news questions. When we have the extremes of people, you know, like Alan Omar here going after Jews on the news and on on camera, and then you got John Cusack going after Jews on Twitter. And then mm-hmm. you got uh, on the right side, you got some psychotic sheriff's department politician wants to round up all the gay people and execute them what happened you know honestly i feel the same exact way like what happened to our country like why why does everyone have this type of voice where they're like i hate you i hate you i'm gonna tell everyone about it or because that's how it's always been yeah Yes. Oh, well, Humanity uh, has been defined by hate since we stopped being monkeys. Yeah, we have to. You, know, you, you need a group to hate. The tribalism uh, mandates yep. that you have another tribe to hate. People yeah. need a purpose, and uh, hating another group is a very easy purpose. Yep. There you go. And it seems to cycle in America. And that I think Tom's brought this up in about in the '60s. Everybody hated everybody else. Oh, whites hated blacks. Blacks hated whites. Right. Right. Uh, uh, whites hated hippies. Well, everybody hated hippies. Uh, you know, you, but you had this, this hatred of, of, of cultures, that hate, and it just was this, it was endemic, and it sort of smoothed out when the hippies, uh, you know, relaxed a little bit and became parents and things, and now it's boiled back up into this, into hatred again. And, you know, you, you, now you get, now you have all sorts of factions that are hating each other, and and media has done nothing to allay that, and our leaders have done nothing to change that. So Correct. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, it is bad, and I think I think your fear about uh, Tom about violence and oh, it's going to get assass- worse if they don't you know, stop. That's going to happen. It's going to happen one way or the other. Do you believe that to be true, I, Kristen? That if we don't stop, I do. I actually I worry about um, assassination. Absolutely. Like I, remember, yeah, we had a wave of it in the you know sixties. I feel like we'll we'll have a wave of it again because 
we already have plenty of gun violence in this country. So, uh, you know, public figures are not, you know, immune to that happening to them. I, I would have so much security around myself if I were a politician right now. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, to me, it's frightening. And, and my family, too. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's very just that's that's just smart. And again, these are not these are not political arguments we're having. We're talking about humanity is on a it's because it's around the world now. It's not just the United yep. States. We're in a tailspin, and I don't know what caused it all. Weak leadership, I would have to guess, is the reason. Because mm-hmm. I don't hate Donald Trump, and I don't hate Nancy Pelosi. I don't care for either one of them. I think they're just out <laughs> to make money. You know, they're they're both money grubbers. There's no question about that. Um, so I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I, I can I can get along with Nancy Pelosi, and I can get along with Don. I've never talked to Nancy Pelosi, but I've talked to Donald Trump a couple of times, got along very well with him. And I, I'm sure I'd get along with Nancy Pelosi. It can all. We need one strong group of people, a very strong group of people, saying you're not going to do this anymore. We've had enough of spending the taxpayers' money on these arguments, and we're not going to do it anymore. We need a, a strong person and a group of people to do that, right? Right. And but who's going to step up, and who's going to want to step up? And I think that's also the big question because you couldn't pay me enough to run for office ever. No, I agree with that. But I, what I could do is dress in full Kevlar and just get up and say, you're both going to shut up and we're going to start working together to make this a better place. What do you think? Yeah, that would work. I would be do it. Kevlar Kumbaya. head to toe. Though. Kevlar head to toe. No question about it. <laughs> Bulletproof clothing. Yeah, I hope it doesn't come to that. I really do hope it doesn't come to that. But it sure feels like the early 60s to me. It really does. Person after person, and as I was talking about this morning, Medgar Evers was the beginning of it all when he was assassinated, I believe, in February of 63, and then just uh, a few months later. I can't remember if it was February Medgar March. Evers. Medgar Evers, yeah, the, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the civil rights uh, okay. advocate. He was, at, he was in college. Uh, very smart guy. He's a very smart guy, but they, they decided to kill him, and then they killed the president uh, several months later, and then it just didn't stop again until 1970 about yeah it's too bad i mean it's just unbelievable that they went through that but what we're trying to do is improve the world as we speak so i wish we'd had a couple of people to step up and say you know the key to it all is getting along let's just try to get along you can't have everything you want and i can't have everything i want so let's try to find a middle ground so the people are happy yep and and, and there's so many countries now that uh, have that same ultimate turmoil based on corruption mm-hmm. and, and how much of it is a result of corruption in America, too. I don't know, but you know, there's a laundry list of, co- of countries, whether it's Haiti, whether it's uh, Sudan, whether it's Venezuela, uh, that are that yeah. have these corrupt governments that they've turned out. And then, oh, what do we got now? We don't got anything. I mean, it, right. people are just, you know, this, the governments just skim money all the time. So. Yeah, it's too bad. So, I mean, that, the reason this is not a political argument is we're talking about the world, not just the United States. I mean, when you see people getting executed now in Canada, well, not executed because none of them died, but they were sh- four people were shot at the Toronto Raptors uh, celebration party. Mm-hmm. You're at an NBA celebration party and you get shot. I mean, what is that? Right? Who was doing the shooting? They got three guys. Three guys did. Three guys just. Uh, they don't know why they did it yet. Maybe they have by now. I was uh, during the morning show. I was looking at it. I, we don't. We don't know why they did it. But you know, and Canada's really tough on guns, aren't they? Yep. I mean, that's the problem. They're tough on guns means you don't get one, but the criminals all get guns anyway because they know how to do it on the black market. So they're going to have guns, and you're not. And that's the, that's the unintended con- consequence right. of of absolute gun control, not tight gun control absolute gun control is that this stuff surfaces anyhow it surfaces illegally so if people want it which are like in uh, france with the big shoot up at the uh, concert right you know those people weren't supposed to have guns either but they it did it is interesting how no one ever takes a stance like i'm going to crack down on the black market for guns yeah there you go no one ever yeah. mentions that which is very strange to me i like it hmm. i like that a lot no Kristen, I did hear a rumor about you coming out of Hollywood, and I want to see if it's true. Oh, I love this. Okay. The rumor about you is you're going to leave your husband for John Cusack because you like his Twitter account so much. (laughs) I don't even follow John Cusack. Do you know what he did? No, I want to hear because I 
haven't thought about John Cusack since like the sure thing back in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, back uh, in the eighties. Uh, thus, the uh, therefore the tweet. Uh, John Cusack apologizes for careless dumb tweet. Um, he's ta- he he tweeted follow the money. And then there's this huge hand coming down out of the sky. It's like a gigantic hand crushing about 100 people. It's just crushing them. And on the sleeve of that hand's jacket is the Star of David. Why would he do that? Well, apparently he intended it to be anti-Israel, not anti-Jewish. Because he's then he's did, one of those very pro-Palestinian guys. Then why didn't he put the Israeli flag rather than the Star of David? Because it is the Israeli flag. Oh, it is? Basically. No, I thought it's it was a star, star. It's a bluish star of David oh, oh, on white stripe. background, yeah. Yeah, but I would still put... No, that's have what, yellow stripes or blue stripes on it? Uh, well, I'll look that up. Yeah, I mean, technically I'd have to look at the picture because is it a Star of David or is it does the uh, Israeli flag... I mean, yeah, I, I just let's not show a Jewish hand crushing anyone, shall we? Yeah. Well, you should be able to criticize Israel if you can criticize every other okay. country. So explain to me now, because I, I do not know this. Why do people not like Israel now? Because of the Palestine thing. What about the Palestine thing? They each got know. their own land, didn't they? I don't know anything mm-hmm. about it. I just know why people. Or did the Palestinians not get any land? No, I thought they did. They didn't get their land. Uh, that, that's the that's the whole contention. That this two state solution has been sort of abandoned by uh, many people, particularly Israel, because of all the violence which they yeah. perceive as coming from Palestine. I mean, it is yeah, the Palestinians say that the Israelis are slaughtering them. The Israelis say the Palestinians are slaughtering them. Oh, okay, we'll never know the truth. Why didn't each country get their own land? I don't really understand. Why would you make a deal like that without both sides <laughs> being happy? Well, borders are decided by who has the potential to wipe out who. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. And, and I think some and some of the land was acquired was acquired was acquired by Israel during one of the wars. Yeah, oh, is, is that right? You know, so they they've taken over this land because of the problems that it had. It was attack I mean the whole border situation over there has been a major mess for years. Oh, it years. changes constantly. Millennia, really. Yeah, for millennia, that's true. Yeah. I don't know what are you going to do, but I just uh, again, I, I Kristen, you're not going to see me tweeting ever again anyway because I'm not going on Twitter or Facebook. But if I send out a I message. I missed your tweets. <laughs> you mean the, the late night ones where I might not have been? Yes. Oh, thank you. F well, you. they're gone exactly. forever. <laughs> F you on every tweet. You really want to go F yourself. They were so entertaining because I would wake up and I'd be like, what's there today? <laughs> <laughs> what a great friend you are. Let me just point that out. I was very <laughs> well, thank you. When I first started, I, uh, well, one of the things that really set me off on that trail of insanity or whatever it is, is when my friend Vince Flynn died and people were going after him saying, good, I'm glad he's dead. Oh, God. Oh, that's terrible. That was terrible. Because he was, you know, they considered him to be a conservative mm-hmm. writer and therefore, I'm glad he's dead. It's like, wh- what is wrong with you? He, he has a wife. He has children. He has brothers and sisters and a father and mother. What is wrong with you talking like that? Right? And he wasn't that conservative. He wasn't that conservative. <laughs> I never heard him talk about politics ever, I don't think. Not much. He and Lasty used to argue all the time, but that was a different deal. We'll take a break. Uh, be right back. More with Christian right after this. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. 
there's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. It's rather quiet. <clears throat> Make up your mind. What in the hell? What have you lost your mind with that? No, it's Possum Kingdom, man. Possum Kingdom. This was so... Kristen, you know this song. I can't hear the song on their phone. Oh, really? You don't want to hear the song. Yeah. I don't hear any of the music anymore. Oh, that's weird. Basically... Oh, I bet I could fix that. How about... So let's see, you're 13... What this about now? Rock. Can you hear the music now? Nope. Can't what hear it. about now? It was Possum Kingdom <laughs> by Toadies. Huh. Possum a- Kingdom. Yes. It's based on what Charles Manson used to hear in his head when he went to sleep. <laughs> I see why. Is yeah. this what he was listening to when he carved the swastika in his forehead? God rest his soul. No, it's that grunge exactly rock right. that was huge in the 90s. You had right. Soundgarden, you had people like that, you had Marilyn Manson, you had. Guar? I mean, beautiful people. Guar. And I never listened to Guar. <laughs> it was a little too in- intense for Isn't me. Guar poop? No, guano. It's poop. Well, guano. <laughs> guano. Guar, guano. What the hell's the difference? That's my new band name, Guano. 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 What's the all weirdest, Christian? The what's the weirdest thing you ever danced to? Do you ever dance any odd things? Odd? Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything like a weird song or a weird, I mean, I've had plenty of weird costumes like that. Did you? Is, anything you that's did? That's probably the weirdest thing. Anything you did the Martha Graham kind of stuff too? Martha Graham. Yeah, you know, I, we did a piece about um, creation, which and we wore flesh-colored unitard, yeah. which, if you don't know what a unitard is, it's a full-body leotard. So you got sleeves, you got legs, it's all one piece. But flesh on stage basically makes you look nude. And I was probably 16, so oh, the last God. thing I want to look is nude at that mm-hmm. age. You know what I mean? And they're never, I mean, unitards aren't very flattering because no. it's just, there's no, there's no place to hide. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> well, I know because with, with my figure skating, I had some very outlandish sparkly costumes. Figure skaters have to wear a whole oh, lot of You were bedazzled. Yeah, I had this one, one dress and I was skating to the disco version instrumental version uh, of Somewhere uh, Over uh, the uh, Rainbow. And I had this dress with all this tulle all over it. It was like neon colors. And I had to cut my sleeves down because when I would skate backwards, the sleeves would hit my face and I couldn't see where I was going. <laughs> so we had to cut the sleeves down. It, oh, God. Some of the pictures oh I look gosh. back on, I'm like, geez, what, was, what were they thinking? But, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and skating loves to do those, like, little flesh-colored panels, like, either, like, right by your boobs or... (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. It's like this big flesh panel. Well, why is that necessary for women to dress like that? Why why is that a necessary part of of skating? Uh, Dance. Dance is different to dance. You know, you have all sorts of crazy stuff. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, women aren't always dressed in in tight things. But why is that? Skating basically is dance. It's just yeah. on ice. Yeah, but why, why? Why do we need that for the for the uh, women? Men aren't so much. And the men, when the men uh, men aren't in tights, are they? Oh, when they're oh yeah. Doing the skating? They, were, they, they were a unitard. Oh, they were yeah. one full piece usually. I know, but it's not as tight as the women thinks. It it's not as fitted. Depends uh, on the man. <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> there oh, are okay. some that uh, I don't know. are a little bulky That's in real. some spots. <laughs> That's real nice. <laughs> yeah, but, the whole yeah. listener laughing out there in Los Angeles. <laughs> bulky. That's really yeah. nice. Laughing out well, there. Well, these are great. 
great word, though. <laughs> it is. It's like, oh, I, kind of hey, how's it going? <laughs> exactly. You happy to see me? Is that the plan? <laughs> May. May West. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Such is life, though. That's all I know. Such is life. Cosmetic products should be kept out of the reach of children, researchers say, just as medications are. The evidence for that is a new study that estimates 12 children younger than 5 are taken to the emergency room every day with chemical burns or poisoning from such products as every nail day? polish removal. 12 a day. I don't believe that. I don't know no, if I believe I that. I don't believe that either. No. I don't either. I mean, maybe worldwide. I've never heard of it Me once either. in my life. Nor have I. So, you know, and I've had some experience in the year. I mean, you're I, this no, from that's user? not something I've heard. No. So what, I suppose, nail polish remover, well, why would you keep that out and available to your kids anyway? Well, yeah, it's like, that goes without saying, don't let your kids drink acetone. I mean. Well, probably not a good idea. Or spill it on themselves. Or just don't, don't, you know, watch, you know, that's, watch your kids. Just watch, yeah, watch you just, you're with them, you had them, just hang out with them. You hang out with them and they you know close a couple doors and then and if they cry well you don't go in there you go in there when i go in there so it's just i don't know it says here because no, uh, everyone's too busy on their phones yeah well that that's true no it's you're true. absolutely right about that people cannot get off their phones now which is really annoying even while they're doing their nails or driving a car <laughs> yeah speaking just, of which new jersey toddler left in a vehicle for 2.5 hours oh, died no. Didn't make it. I hate that so much. I know. Oh, God. I I, I can't. How can you forget your child in the car? I don't understand. I think she did it on purpose. Well, apparently uh, both parents thought the other one would bring the kid in. Well, Well, how do you not notice the kid? And then somehow didn't notice (laughs) that the child was not in the house. Yeah, where's Jimmy? Oh, oh, he's just still in the car. Oh, okay. But are we that overworked and distracted? I know some parents are overwhelmed. I've had friends that parent, like, they're, especially with the first kid, it was, it took them two years to adjust to having a kid in their house. And maybe because they don't have enough support from yeah. family members or their husband or their wife or whatever it is. But, it, I mean, it, I, I think it seems impossible to leave your car, your kid in the car, but I'm not a parent. Yeah. So, well, I mean, have you guys ever had that moment where you're just so overwhelmed and nope. you lose sight of your kid for a minute? Nope. nope. Never happened. Never happened. No. Yet there's, there's a lot of people who just barely navigate through the world. And if they add a kid, two kids, <sighs> two kids plus a husband, two kids, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, I mean, you start, you start adding up, then you add Twitter and all their friends on Twitter, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. You know, you have this, it could be an overload in that regard, but no, not because mm-hmm. the prior, I think the idea is people aren't prioritizing correctly. Mm-hmm. You have a kid, what's the most important thing anywhere around is the kid. Yeah. Throw the phone away, shred it. It's not that important because no, you got the kid. I agree. So. Yeah. I agree with that completely. And I'll tell you, I grew up in the worst neighborhood in all of Minnesota, the most dangerous neighborhood in all of Minnesota. Not one time did that happen when I was a kid, that somebody left their kid in the car. Not once did it ever happen. So I have a question for you. The reason I bring that up, do car seats have something to do with this? Because if your kid's, you know, just sitting in the back seat, you're going to go, oh, we got to take him with us. Well, the rear-facing car seats, right, right. when they're facing toward the back of the car, you can't really see the child. Right, so, exactly. You know, but it's like, you know you put the child in there. And, you you know, you grab your purse, you grab your phone, you remember to grab those things, but why aren't you remembering mm. to grab your kid? Well, I, people are narcissistic. They're, they're, they are not, yeah, that's they're true. not prioritizing things the way they should or could. Mm. That's what they're not prioritizing because you, right. you can leave your purse, leave your phone, but take the kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really understand that, how you could do that. It just, I was too terrified the whole time. I remember when the kids were born, I asked the hospital to put like... 15, 16, 20 <laughs> alarms on the house. <laughs> it was one of those deals. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's you, it's, you You have this absolute terror that something's going to happen to that kid. Yeah, oh, God, yes. You know, mm-hmm. and that and that is a real thing. And and, and it, that's what should drive you, but not everybody has that terror. No, they don't. You know, yeah. not, you know that's one of the things about, uh, you know, some sort of uh, post-intercourse pregnancy control system. Because not everybody wants a kid, not everybody can deal with a kid, and it's you know maybe they shouldn't if they don't want the kid they shouldn't have the kid. Mm-hmm. But no, I think that makes sense. I don't know. I, I I do think that makes sense. So 
We move on just wondering, yeah, put your cosmetic products away. Uh, put, no, I don't know about all. And again, I'm looking at this. It says, of the injured children, 86% were poisoned and about 14% had chemical burns. Children younger than two accounted for more than 60% of the injuries, the study published Monday in Clinical Pediatrics said. So how does a two-year-old even get at your cosmetic products? You they leave can't. it on the table. What kind of cosmetics are causing burns, though? Like, well, yeah. Like toxic products. Like, uh, to me, that that makes me think more of, like, um, skincare products. Yep. Yeah, there you go. a lipstick or a blush, that would make more sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> the kid will get burnt with lipstick. Lipstick getting burnt <laughs> with lipstick. Oh, the horror! <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I think yeah, you hit the nail on the head. It's the skincare products, and now some of those are acidic because they're astringents, yeah. and they, you know, they get them. In, yeah. they, they, I don't think it would hurt their skin necessarily. Get a rash or something, but if they get it in their eyes, get it in their mouth, and you know that stuff's always it always goes to their head someplace. So yeah, isn't this the point of medicine cabinets? That's where all of it should. With medicine well, and yeah. cosmetics, were supposed to go in a medicine cabinet. What happened? They didn't childproof their home. Yep. You have a kid. Childproof your home, damn it. Or at least put it on a high shelf. Yeah, so they can't get up. Listen, there. I have certain things pet proof because I don't want my cats to get in it. And right. they're curious. Yeah. They're, yeah. It, yeah. You don't want your. So look at that. So that's that prioritization of the care of your cats. I mean, if, you, if your cat gets sick, you're going to be just. Miserable, yeah. Yeah, you know, if your pet gets sick, it, it regardless of what the, it, 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 it makes no sense that that stuff's not put away. Poor prioritization. Couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. So, uh, yeah, let's just put the stuff away. Keep the kids safe. If you have children, take care of them. It's just a thought that if you have children, <laughs> you should take care of them. What do you say? Hey, have you, Kristen, have you heard anything about this Alex Jones deal? It, it, he lives in California, doesn't he? He is horrible. What is wrong with him? Like, do you think what? that's true? I really doubt it. Why but, would he do I mean, that? They said, I, why would he do that? But first of all, let's even backtrack from the child porn images. Backtrack from the fact that he was telling these parents that they, their child didn't die. It was part of a hoax. Yeah, I these know. Parents really did, I mean, you got to backtrack to that first story before you yeah. even get to the second story. Because I'm like... I've interviewed some of the parents from Sandy Hook, and I will tell you that I have had every year I have nightmares about Sandy Hook because I did this interview. Because the grief is so palpable, I still cry about it. There's this one image of one of the kids, uh, Daniel Bardo, I think is his last name, um, and he passed away. And he's a little redhead kid running up to the school bus, and it, it. it guts me to even think about what happened to those kids those days. And these parents just trying to figure out some type of gun control or to make the world safer. And, you know, they don't need Alex Jones telling them that this was all a hoax. And I don't know anything about him at all, Chris. And I know you're a big listener, but. <laughs> yeah, can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you tell? I don't know anything about him. What? So why would Sandy Hook be a hoax? What were we trying to. Who were we trying to fool with Sandy Hook if it was a hoax? There are, we kind of have to take a look at some of the big um, mass shootings we've seen. There are a group of conspiracy theorists, and then he kind of falls into that, um, but he has a conservative base. And a lot of times they believe that the government is trying to create <laughs> chaos with mass shootings, and they hire crisis actors. Have you heard about these crisis actors? Mm-hmm. So they'll have photos um and they're like see this is the same girl she was at sandy hook she was in las vegas she was at the pulse nightclub in orlando um and they all look sort of like each other but they're not the same person but there are all of these conspiracy theorists even that newscaster that girl that was shot on the air yeah um i feel like that was in virginia they believed that it was that was a crisis actor so even the uh even the the shoot shoot them up at uh, in las vegas uh, with a hundred people, so the people think that 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 would uh, that was so public that that was not real. Yeah, correct. You know, and if, and if you fall down the rabbit hole um, and follow some of these uh, like crisis act, uh, oh, there's a word for it too. It's something flag, false flag. Yeah, false flag. Is it false yep. flag though? Yep, it false is false flag. flag. Yeah, yeah, if you follow, yeah, my husband's yelling. He's like, it's false flag. If you hit hashtag false flag on Twitter or on social media, you will fall down the rabbit hole and see some of these uh, conspiracy theories. 
Okay, so so all these things were. Why did, would the government set these up? What are they trying? What are they trying to do? Distract us or something? What are they doing with that? Well, they, yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, there. Well, there's different theories, but the reason they're saying the government is perpetrating these fake crisis and mass shootings so they can gain control of gun control and take guns away from us, saying we are not responsible. So they're saying that the government is doing it putting up these false stories to make it thing like our gun control is out of control. Mm-hmm. That way they can push for legislation for harsher gun control laws. Well, the problem is there, again, if you take the guns away, <clears throat> they are right about this, that only the criminals are going to have guns mm-hmm. because they're going to get them one mm-hmm. way or the other. I'm just telling you. The criminals are going to get guns. And I'm not a big... Oh, they will always find a way. They'll always find exactly. a way to get guns. Exactly. So be careful That's simple. That. And we shouldn't be taking away the right to bear arms, the right to protect your house. But I think that there are certain type of weapons you should have access to, I should have access to versus, say, the military. Um, Right, right. Yeah. I agree completely. Could you jot that down, Andy? I actually agreed with Chris on something after seven years. Yeah. And I've said said this before. The solution to this problem is really controlling ammo rather than controlling the guns. Mm, don't, yeah. don't yeah, sell 762 yeah. ammo. Done. Uh, solve yeah, that true. problem. I like it. We'll be back a couple of minutes more with Kristen Burt with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. He's rocking out, man. We are back, Kristen Bird in Los Angeles. Um, I love it. You gotta hear that ACDC what? squeal. <laughs> um, I, so, if Catherine was here, she was supposed to be here, but she had a doctor's appointment. So, we have Kristen and we have Cassie. What is with all these guys killing their wives and children now? What is every week? There's somebody, the woman disappears and they find her dead. Now a single mom and son found dead on land linked to married dad. Mm. What is with all the killing of the women that's going on now too? What is that now? I don't know. Uh, I feel like we're hearing about it. I was going to say, I think we hear about it more because time podcasts, are such a hot thing right now. And yeah. People Magazine dedicates a whole section of their magazine and website to true crime. And I'm guilty of it because I love to listen to true crime podcasts. Yeah, I do and too. And Crime Con you can go to. I find it fascinating, but at the same time, I, I feel like they probably were always going on because a lot of it's domestic violence escalating into murder. Um, but I think we're just now more aware of it. Mm-hmm. Police say the bodies of an Oregon mother and her three-year-old son missing for a month have been found concealed in a forest where the boy's father had a permit to cut wood. An autopsy indicates Carissa Fretwell, 25, died of a single gunshot wound to the head per Oregon Live. Information on Billy Fretwell's death is not yet available. His father, 52-year-old Michael Wolf, 
uh, was charged last month with aggravated murder and kidnapping. He told authorities his work in the night shift at a steel mill in McMinnville on May 13th, the day Fretwell was last seen. But detectives say video footage shows him leaving his work area outside of protocol, walking mm-hmm. toward trees near a parking lot, then returning five hours later with a trash bag. His phone had pinged a cell tower covering Fretwell's Salem apartment 25 miles away, though he denied visiting Salem in more than a year, according to an affidavit. So is he the, he's the father of the boy, but was he with the mother? That's what I don't understand. What were they were they married or I don't really get it. Because his name is Michael Wolf and Billy Fretwell, Carissa Fretwell is her name. So did he have the, the child with Carissa Fretwell or I don't get it. Well he must have because he's the father. So he they must have had because he's fifty two and she's twenty five. Yeah, so there is a huge wow. age gap. So Billy must wow. have the, the child, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm assuming that's that's the situation. I just I don't really understand what that's all about. And she was she on to the next a new a new relationship, and then was he? Oh man, oh, that, yeah, maybe. that is bad. I don't know, but bad stuff, just horrible stuff. You know, I don't know if you know this or not, uh, but Catherine claims that I'm 27 years older than her too. But you know, <laughs> I know it's seven years, but I'm, she's probably going to go to 37 years old very very soon. Uh, that's what I'm assuming. I don't, but all of these guys now that was the other guy out there that uh, the killed that uh, killed his wife. They, well, she's just missing still, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know what that. And he's got some new girlfriend that looks like uh, I don't know. Uh, it looks like he killed her, but who knows? Yeah, it, that's usually the, if there's a new girlfriend in place, his wife is probably on. Sadly, dead. Yeah. 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 I understand what you mean. But there just seem maybe you're right. Maybe we just hear more about it now. But my God, it's every week some woman goes missing or is found dead. Well, the world's a big place. It is. That is true. But I just, I, I never had a desire to kill anyone yeah. so far. I'm not saying it someday. <laughs> and, <Uh-oh. laughs> and, and unfortunately, the reality is for, for millennia, mm-hmm. women have been sort of the uh, brunt of this anger, this yeah. violence. And to this day, you know, there's there's still honor killings in a lot of countries. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. You know, and it's all it's not guys. You don't you know, don't, don't take your son out because he uh, kissed a woman. No, it's always a woman who, you know, gets the brunt of this. I don't yeah. hear about the honor killings of this. It may go on, but it's that's you really got to be bad if you're a guy to have an honor kill and be honor killed. Although eighty percent of homicides in America are male, so are male, males that. are killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's true. But here's what I don't understand, and, and I want to ask all four of you this: Explain to me the attraction of harming someone who can't fight back. <clears throat> I don't understand that. A woman Alex. and a child cannot fight back. Why would you want to harm them? I think it's just insecurity. Really? You're insecure with yeah. yourself knowing that you probably couldn't take somebody on that actually, you know, can fight back. So that you you, yep. you prey on the weak. And it's kind of basic instinct. Animals do it. We do it. We prey on the weak. We find the weakness in things. I guess. But why do you strike out at a, you know, you get another girlfriend. Get another yeah, boyfriend. Get a girlfriend. Get another girlfriend. Get another another boyfriend. Oh, what, what's, I don't know why, why, why you have to have this absolute control. It. I don't know. It's a it's a real uh, sickness. And if you want to talk about uh, toxic masculinity, uh, maybe there it is. Uh, that, that's but that's not masculinity. To- that's that, oh, that's right. That's toxic, toxic humanity. Yeah, toxic humanity. That's not masculinity. A masculine man would never do that. A I, truly I masculine agree. man. I agree, Tom. You're right. Uh, so you're in a situation. Let me just tell you this, Kristen. You probably know this already. But if I ever even shoved Catherine, I better never fall asleep. <laughs> That's right. I'm just, because, I'm just telling you. Because yes. those scissors are in the drawer. <laughs> Weed weaver. Those scissors are in the Sleep drawer. Sleep with one eye open. <laughs> I absolutely. Right. Yeah, you're, because, because the other one's going to be gone. I know. You cut your. Oh, don't. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, there's a certain uh, there's a certain physical threat that that uh, is at uh, our home as well, and I just I say you know you know maybe just keep my nose clean. Mm, good yes, plan. Yes, and I just say yes. I don't say yes, dear, because you know <laughs> then I got you know that's a little it might be a little, uh, viewed as passive aggressive. I just say yes. How yeah. about 
Yes, turtle dove. <laughs> turtle dove, yes. That's what I go with. Yes, your worship. That's my love. Yes, yes my, my love. My love, my love. That's good. That's my Ooh, love. Now I can ask you that question. Okay, you ready for this? Yes. Why are people now referring to their husband or wives as lover? Well, lover, what do you think? I've never heard that before, and now I hear it all the time. Oh, so where'd no. that come from? I mean, I, it's I not for that. me, but I hear it all is the it time. Is it a Midwest now. thing? It's Maybe not happening it is. here on the West Coast. You might be right. Well, how do you refer to your husband? My husband? Yeah. Bill? But yeah. Yeah, lover. Hmm. My lover. Well, I will tell you what, Catherine refers to me as a deity. Whenever she's talking about me, she goes, oh, Christ. <laughs> so, oh, I, I don't know if she thinks I'm, you know, a, a deity or not. But that, you know, That's uh, going a little that's far. But, you know, <laughs> you know, the compliment exactly. is well, well received. Yeah, absolutely. It's wonderful. Yeah, I just looking at this woman, uh, her picture, the woman was found dead. She's a little tiny woman. And this guy's a big, fat-headed cow. And what's the thrill of harming someone who can't possibly fight back? I don't understand that at all, right? Or people are beating on animals or beating on kids. Or what, what are you doing, right? I remember you remember Andy that uh, that Bella. There was a very specific man that she hated. The type mm-hmm. of man, I mean, she hated um, basically Spanish men wearing baseball caps. It's true. She hated him automatically, which would indicate that she was probably abused by a guy with, with, you know, tanner skin or darker skin or something that always wore a baseball cap. So she just hated everybody like that. I mean, every time, I don't care. We had a guy come to our house once to look at doing a couple of things, and Bella attacked him. I'm like, oh, God. Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily good, but... uh, then the guy never came back. I don't remember. We heard him a bunch of stuff, and he never came back because Bella was a pain in the ass. I mean, she couldn't even hurt anybody. She would she weigh any about five pounds? No, she probably weighed maybe fifteen at most. Well, there's no way she weighed fifteen because because Jude only weighs twenty five. Yeah. Well, Bella was about a one tenth the size of Jude, so mm. I don't know. I don't know. It just the whole thing fascinates me, and and basically we've already gotten one response. It's little dick syndrome. <laughs> so, so that might be it. Yeah, uh, might be some truth to that. Might be that you know, is insecurity and uh, some of that all uh, you know, sort of springs out of sexuality. I mean, it's yeah, I guess. sad. That's terrible, but maybe it's all very sad. I, I just I don't. You know, could you leave people alone who can't fight back? Go out. You know what? Go to a bar tonight if you want to attack somebody. Go to a bar tonight, have a few drinks, and try to start a bar fight. See how you do there. Because he know he'd get his ass kicked. I mean, that's the guy's mm-hmm. problem, right? Because, you know, he'd get the hell beaten out of him. So he's got to pick on people who can't fight back, like small women and children. Right? Yep. And because. animals. Because oftentimes these people start with yeah. animals yeah. when they're younger. I don't know what that is, but... They say that serial killers, serial killers start with animals. That's what they say. You find that to be true? Jeffrey Dahmer did. Yeah, he did. Absolutely <sighs> did. Yeah, I don't know. You take out the animals. It's like, I don't know. Once again, I, I don't understand the psychology, the thinking behind that at all. We, we can't understand that, I wouldn't think. You, you can't. And, and considering the, the gravity of, of the situation, the gravity of, of the consequences, yeah. it, 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 just, it, makes no, it just makes no sense. It makes no sense in any kind of re, in logic. So, so these people... There's something else. There's, there's a there's something else wrong. Something wrong. Indeed. A mental illness of some sort that uh, isn't cared for. Look it after. And here's the other thing. I a question I have for you. None of these women have any brothers or fathers or cousins or they don't have anybody that can can kind of go to the guy and say, "You ever touch my relative? I will end you." The, the guys not do that anymore. I I don't know. I don't think so. Honest to God, I'm just telling you, Andy Fisher, who was uh, about 5'7", weighed about 160 pounds, if anybody bothered one of my three younger brothers, Todd, mm-hmm. Tony, or Troy, they didn't do it for long because Andy would come over there and they would never touch them again. Yeah. It was, he just he decided that he was going to lord over my three younger brothers and don't mess with them. I mean, he wouldn't even tell me he was doing it. A couple of days later, I go, oh, yeah. 
Tom, I got in a little tussle over it, and then this guy was picking on me, and all of a sudden Andy Fisher showed up and beat the piss out of the guy. <laughs> so, you know, I don't, we don't watch over each other like that anymore, and, do we? And maybe those people didn't learn, or the people that are acting out in violence this way have not learned that lesson when they're children. Yeah, maybe. Because they haven't learned that people, you're not, you're not supposed to stand up to people. You're supposed to get along. You know, there's, there's all like this to. other, but there's no conflict. We have no conflict. Everything's a winner. Everybody's good. And the reality is that there are some people that are, you know, that are bigger than you, and you should know that yeah. they'll hurt you. Yeah. And don't get, in, don't get in their way. I think you're right about that. It just, it makes me very, very sad that somebody would harm someone who can't even fight back. That it's, it's, it's that's really sad. And don't any of these people ever see any prison movies? Yeah, think <laughs> about that. You want to go to prison and man. you know be taken a deep? Oh think about man! It, you know? Oh, beat up and oh man, that's a, that's a rough place. I had a friend, Kristen, that was in prison a few years ago. A guy I've known a long time. He said the first three days that he was in prison, he got in about ten fist fights. The first three days. So that's got to oh be a God. thrill, don't you think? God. Now, he's uh, six Scary. foot six and weighs about, uh, oh, I'd say about 325. So I don't think he lost many of those fights. <laughs> but, but still, it's a pain in the butt. Absolutely. <laughs> Having people oh, annoy you. Poor like, choice of words. Yeah, true. Yeah, poor that's choice, true. Poor that's choice of words. <laughs> that's prison. Way to go. You, you don't use those words when yeah, you're talking about prison difficult. experiences, please. Now, Kristen, you were in prison, weren't you? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> no. she, just, she, never, she never did hard time. She never did hard time. I went to Camp Cupcake with Martha Stewart. Can oh, you imagine? Well, see, there you go. Did you really? No. But oh. I, I would love, if I had to go to prison, I'd want to be there while Martha was there because I'm figuring she's making some, some good meals. Oh, I would think so. Yeah, absolutely. Right? She had to have worked in the kitchen while she was there. You know, one thing I love about working with you, Kristen, is no matter what I say, you go, yes. <laughs> I'm like, of course. of course. I mean, because it's always like the most absurd thing. You like send me to jail. You yes, like send yes. me to the crack house. Yeah, that's um, right. And who are you dating? I'm also this morning, a booze hound. Are you going to you know, leave your husband for John Cusack? That was. Oh, uh, that's right. That was a good one. That that's was unbelievable. <laughs> How do you put up with it? That's what I want to know. Because I know it's so absurd that it's hilarious. Well, that's true. I'm glad to hear that. That's, that's exactly what it uh, what it's meant to be. So I'm glad to hear that's the way you see it too. So you know, <laughs> I mean, here's another one. Just... A... Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was just going to say I'm such a square, so that's why it's so great. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> another story literally just popped up on my screen. Convicted of killing lover's wife, Carolyn Warmus is free. So another woman Ooh. killed a different woman. Everybody's just killing everybody now. What, what is that? I don't like you. I don't like you, so I think I'll kill you. Oh, okay. Well, that's great news. We that's have a wonderful. major traffic announcement. We do? Yeah. Um, a semi-truck, a semi-trailer fire has closed a portion um, in Stillwater off Ooh. of Highway 36 westbound at Manning Avenue, and they expect it to be closed down for about four hours. Oh, sig alert. It's a sig alert. <laughs> so sig alert. Sig alert. Highway 36 in Stillwater. Kristen, Welcome to LA. It's a big alert. Another <laughs> brilliant performance. That's all I know. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very <laughs> much. Great to be here. Thank you. Thank you, you very much. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. Take care. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, the Los Angeles Entertainment Reporter, will be back with Hour 2 with the family.